This is Lincoln A to Z. Lincoln A to Z. Lincoln A to Z. We've chosen 52 squares at random from the Lincoln A to Z street map. E and And now we have to go to all 52 and make a program about each and every one. Lincoln A to Z. Lincoln A to Z. Each week we'll be setting off on our trusty bikes to find a different grid. Lincoln A to Z. We could find ourselves in a leafy residential area, a bustling city street, or a completely empty field. We'll present our findings every week here on Siren FM as we uncover Lincoln one grid at a time. Lincoln A to Z. 52 grids, two men, one map, no clue. Yeah, that's right, Lincoln A to Z here on Siren FM. I'm Paul Tyler and uh, Radio Academy Award nominee. A legendary producer, Johnny Hoare, is the other side of the desk. Hi, Johnny. Hello there. Uh, there's that worn off yet, Johnny? Is that, that that title? Are you introducing yourself to people like that now? Oh, any opportunity, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> on my business card. Yeah. Absolutely. Business card. <laughs> I ain't got a business card. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to go to a service station and make you one. Uh, so, Johnny, let us know what grid we are going to be visiting in this episode. Okay, so uh, who are you? Uh, Steve Court. Uh, occupation? Uh, poet. Okay, and uh, how long have you lived in Lincoln? Uh, well, I was born in Lincoln, so sort of yeah, 30 years with yeah, a five-year yeah, gap in Manchester. So. Okay, okay. Uh, we'd like you to pick out the first square we're going to choose. I feel very privileged. It is F15. Thanks, Steve. Okay, you're getting heart stone by looks of it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM, F15. Johnny, what's inside that grid? Okay, F15 is uh, what we've termed Hearts Home Park, but really it's more the, the Swan Home uh, Nature Reserve. Yeah, 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 true. I mean, I have, I, anytime I've been doing this, I've been referring to it as Swan Home, and then looking back at our website, our fabulous website, mm. you're, you're responsible for, and uh, it says Hearts Home Park, but it, is, it does include Hearts Home Park with There's the Black bit. Bridge. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, and just recently repainted Black Bridge as well. Mm. Okay, now if you know anything about this or any of the other 51 grids, then you can email us, Lincoln. A to Z at sirenonline.co.uk. You can find us on the Facebook and, of course, we're on Twitter. Hashtag Lincoln A to Z. And then there's that website. Lincoln A to Z dot co dot UK. So, time now to hear what Johnny and I found when we went walkabout in our F15 uh, Swanome. Yeah, Swanome grid. And apart from a couple of chaps talking into a microphone, it was rather tranquil. Peaceful sounding, and it's, it's quite a refreshing, peaceful sounding introduction uh, to this F15 grid. Uh, brings us to uh, a start point of Black Bridge in Hartsome Country Park. Uh, and really spectacular morning for it. Lovely, uh, nice and bright sunshine. We we're actually forecast uh, rain for today, so I was quite pleased about coming uh, into the woods, get a bit of shelter. Uh, but now the sunshine is out, it's a bit humid. Uh, we're next to water, which could mean only one thing uh, we're going to get bitten to death by uh, mosquitoes. And so far this morning, uh, we've seen uh, some Lycra bikers, uh, but these are mountain bikers. Uh, you wouldn't really come through on a road bike. And uh, uh, a chap who was looking le- <laughs> he looked more like an office worker uh, on a mountain bike, uh, and he seemed to be struggling a touch, and some joggers, and, and of course, uh, dog walkers. This is, uh, you know, just on the edge of suburbia. This is where your dog walkers are going to come and, uh, and find, those, uh, find those bodies. And we're recording this on a, on a Sunday morning, and this morning I've seen... Uh, Three people uh, still going home dressed up uh, from last night, and there's no there's no way out of that. There's no way of looking like you know you're not you're not early for next Friday or Saturday night when you when you're like that. No one dresses like that on a Sunday morning, 
and uh, well you know good luck to him the walk of shame i think it's called sometimes isn't it anyway, I, if somebody's had a, a, a night a night out perhaps staying at you know a new acquaintance house and i, I understand what you're saying but you know you, you can read too much into it or maybe the smirks on their face was telling me that but you, you know maybe they just stopped over at a friend's house it's possible but i i prefer to think the other <laughs> So, Johnny, this is an area of town you're not familiar with. This is an area of town I'm getting more familiar with. We moved uh, down to Posh Birchwood uh, recently, uh, and as regular listeners to our our Monday Night Live programme will know, uh, I'm getting in touch with the suburbs. Uh, But this isn't really suburbia. This is is just a a very, very nice place to be. It is. I mean, I'm wondering... You know, I, I struggle a bit with suburbia. I don't really understand the appeal. But I, I, I guess that this is possibly what attracts people to the area, that, you know, when they have a bit of a walk around, when they're thinking of buying a house, and they see that this is right on the doorstep. Um, it is very appealing. It's a very nice place to come, you know, a nice place to walk your dog or go for a jog or go for a bit of a, a bike ride. And, yeah, maybe, maybe this is the appeal of suburbia. Maybe I'm starting to see it. So we just found what must be Blackbridge Lodge. A uh, lovely white house in the middle of nowhere. Uh, but we're now stumped with a, a private road no access sign. So uh, uh, we'll, we'll perhaps obey that sign, turn around and walk away. But it, uh, it does look like a nice retreat. Although, living in the middle of the woods, Johnny, um, I, uh, I'm a fearful man. Uh, not a big fan of the horror film. Um, would you be keen on living in the middle of the woods like this? Uh, I don't think I would, no, no, it's very, very scary, isn't it? You can imagine at night time, with a full moon, mm-hmm. all the shadows cast by these trees, you know, your imagination would be going mad, wouldn't it? And, um, yeah, although, of course, there are actual threats in this area. Um, and I've, I've been a little distracted the whole time I've been here, um, because, apparently, there are snakes around here. It's an area I've, I've always associated with snakes, because a friend of mine used to live on Donington Park, and he used to regale me with stories about how around near Blackbridge there was apparently a snake nest. Mm-hmm. Um, and having watched, you know, Indiana Jones and those kind of things where he's in that pit with all the snakes, I imagine that that's what the snake nest must look like. I never actually saw it, but in my, in my mind's eye, that's what it was. And so I'm, I'm expecting at any moment to stumble upon this. And every time I see a, a branch or a, a twisted kind of twig on the ground, I think, oh, God, is that one? Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm a little distracted right now, I have to say. Okay, okay, well, it's okay, I'm here. Although, to be honest, quite what use I would be screaming and running the other way uh, is, is of no consequence. Actually, just here, there's, there is a public notice um, confirming that there are indeed adders and grass snakes in this area. Uh, it says, we are pleased to announce that <laughs> adders have been sighted within Swanhome Lakes. Now, I'm, I'm not so pleased about that. Um, the adder is a native animal of the UK and is believed to be in decline. Well, I, I say good, frankly. <laughs> Uh, largely due to the destruction of suitable habitat. This discovery means that two types of snake are now find it found in the reserve. Grass snakes, which they obviously knew about. I think that was the pit that I was told about when I was a child. It was a, a pit of grass snakes. Uh, and now these adders are here. Um, and adders are, are, of course, poisonous. So my fear of adders is not just a fear of slithery things. They are actually genuinely dangerous. OK, right, onward we go. <laughs> <laughs> And, and you can find out later on in the, in the programme if, uh, if we did actually survive <laughs> this one over late. But, of course, we're here now. Um, so um, earlier on in the series, Johnny, um, this is, uh, what, Series 3? Yes, yeah. Series 3 of Lincoln A to Z. Uh, earlier on in this series, there was an accusation made uh, from you, uh, my way, um, and it was, uh, it was a four-letter word. 
Right, okay. Uh, and it was wuss, wasn't it? You called, ah, yes, you yeah, called me I did. a wuss. Uh, I did. Back up there on the uh, the nightmare that was Canic Pits, if we remember that episode. Yeah. How can yeah. we ever forget it? I still wake up in the middle of the night screaming about that one. Um, and you called me a wuss because I'd had a bit of hay fever. Yeah. <laughs> Which, to be honest, was a fair enough remark. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. I think that there's a certain amount of wussdom. Oh, cut. snakes are genuinely dangerous. You know, all that wheezy, no, oh, I've got asthma business. That is wussy. <laughs> That's not asthma. Snakes. Hay fever is even worse, even worse. Asthma, no, asthma's, 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 asthma's genuine, asthma's genuine, actually, genuine. Yeah, yeah, That yeah, is yeah, a real yeah, thing, yeah. 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 No, you're, you're, yeah, your pathetic wheeziness. But no, snakes <laughs> are genuinely scary, and they genuinely, and adders can actually bite, can't they? I, I, I don't, are they venomous? They are venomous, aren't they? That's the whole thing with adders. They're spit in your the eye, UK's don't. only venomous snake, and so I'm quite right to be scared of them. Lincoln, A to Z. Now, while Johnny and I are risking our lives out there in Swanholm Grid, it's time for the Lincolnshire Archives' Joe Hughes from the comfort of a radio studio to give us the history of our F15 grid. This grid square, incorporating the Swanholm Lakes, is part of the Hearts Home Country Park, owned by Lincoln City Council. The area also forms part of a longer corridor of natural green space which stretches up along the west side of the city, as far as West Common. Swanholm and Hartsholm are good names for the present landscape, if you remember that home, with an L, refers to a small island in a lake. But to be honest, this wouldn't have originally been such a watery area as it now appears. Maybe squelchy, but not riddled with lakes as it is now. The lakes are the result of quarrying for building materials for the area's growing rail and road networks during the 19th century, namely sand and gravel for ballast. There are some remaining buildings and spoil heaps from these times, but the landscape has been taken over again by nature and supports a broad variety of wildlife, including adders, so I'm told. Just outside our grid square, to the east, runs the Midland Line, which was the first railway to reach Lincoln in 1846. Some of the footpaths that pick their way across the railway and through these lakes are the remains of original ancient trackways between early settlements like Highcombe and Bootham, which you can see on the Victorian maps held at the Lincolnshire Archives. The map of 1886 also shows the area to be heavily wooded, some of this woodland would be the remnants of tree plantations which were laid out here to supply the growing city with timber for building materials. In the centuries before quarrying for gravel and sand, or tree plantations, or even ornamental landscaping like we see in the old park of Hartsome Hall, this landscape would have been just sandy heath and scrub with the odd boggy bit, used since time immemorial by the local inhabitants to graze their animals, gather firewood, maybe hunt the odd bird or animal. A lake had been built north of our grid square in the mid-19th century by damming up the Pryle Drain or brook which runs through the area. This was to act as a reservoir from which fresh, clean drinking water could be piped and pumped to feed a growing thirsty city whose poor had suffered for too long with overused and polluted supplies. Then, in 1861, Joseph Shuttleworth, one of Lincoln's great Victorian engineers and a partner in Clayton, Shuttleworth & Co., bought the lake and grounds and had a grand hall built, as befitted such a successful industrialist, in the following year. Less than a century later, having passed through numerous owners, including Lord Liverpool, it suffered the fate of many similar properties at the time and was demolished. This small area illustrates in microcosm how a once quiet, untouched area was called upon to serve Victorian Lincoln's needs as the city developed and grew, providing sand and ballast for new rail and roads, wood for building materials, clean water for its citizens. A pretty hard-working landscape in what we regard nowadays as a tranquil leisure amenity and nature reserve. Oh, thanks to uh, Joe Hughes from the Lincolnshire Archive there, and uh, particularly top marks there for the use of the word squelchy, uh, which I think, would you describe, Johnny, bring your mic up. Would you, oh, would you, yeah, sorry. Would you describe that as onomatopoeia? 
Exactly, because it's that's, that's, yeah, that's where a word sounds like sounds what it is. Squelch. Yeah. yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, yeah, yeah me yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, great, great stuff. Lincoln A to Z on Siren FM. Find us on Twitter at Lincoln A to Z. Time now for the second part of our F15 grid visit. Now, did Johnny and I survive the snake pit of Swanholm? Of course we did, but it didn't stop us whittling about it. Just inside the nature reserve, the access from uh, from the Black Bridge size, there's a uh, there's a little little bench and a, a viewing point. Um, it's not like a bird hide, but you know you, you certainly get that feeling. And you're looking out over, over the lake, uh, and what, you know certainly on a on a, a beautiful morning such as this, it's, it, you can understand why people would would spend a lot of time sitting here, maybe with a flask of tea, uh, a sausage roll or two, uh, and watch uh, nature take its course you know this is, life without humans out there looks uh, looks very serene and very nice there's no, nothing getting in the way you can just hear the Doddington Road in the background uh, which as usual the humans are ruining it all uh, so I'm quite interested Johnny um, if we are to spot uh, a snake in this in, in the nature reserve you know their house not ours um will you be uh, the professional and be taking a photograph of it so we can put it on uh, lincoln a to z uh, website or will you be running the other way i'm gonna be running the other way i'm sorry i i like to think i'm professional uh and i do have a very powerful lens i could maybe do it uh oh what's that i'm sorry it's just something twisted around i'm on edge here I'm, I'm everything i see i think is that one um, no, I'm, I'm going to be running away if I see one. I'm sorry. Okie dokie. Well, uh, then it's up to me uh, to be scrabbling for my mobile phone and uh, uh, doing it with one eye closed, probably. In a strange kind of way, though. I think there is a part of me that does want to see one. <laughs> you know, in the way that you, you go on scary rides at theme parks and that, there's, there's a little bit of me that would quite like to see one, but only if I can definitely run away from it. <laughs> How fast are they? Uh, they are at close range. I think this is, this is from me watching sort of Deadly Sixty while perhaps being on Twitter at the same time. So there's no uh, there's no real expert expertise here. Of course, if you know different, please advise us otherwise. Uh, but I don't think they're that fast sort of along the ground. I think you could outrun it. Uh, but if you're very close to it, I think their reaction time. You know when they yeah, you know they yeah, they they, they, uh, you know, when they strike out. Uh, then I think that's uh, that's faster than certainly both you or I can move. Now a lot of talk. Uh, about snakes however you might just be able to hear in the background there um, a, a far more aggressive uh, hostile uh, and, and altogether all around atrocious animal uh, the goose geese uh, a lot of geese flying about here today uh, and some just uh, declaring to us and uh, anyone else really uh, that this is their this is their backyard so back off sunshine um, they're really quite ag aggressive animals, geese. If you ever go to uh, a farm park or something like that and they're wandering about the place, they're the ones that are going to uh, attack you. And I think you've seen enough of that and you've been framed as well, I think, really. Just that they're, they're the ones who are going to start pecking and biting you. Um, really horrid, hostile creatures. So um, I'm on the side of the snakes here today. As we're walking about... Uh, I mean, Johnny and I, we're, we're reasonably fit, so we're not stopping for a rest, but there's a lot of benches around here if you want to uh, uh, stop and take a pew. Um, and one of these says, in loving memory of Pete Rawlings, 1956 to 2000. Um, uh, pretty much every time I see one of these benches, I, I ask me, you know, 
in my own mind ask the same question you know you wonder who who they were uh, why a bench in this particular space is is important to what well, would have been important to them uh, and obviously important to their family to to remember them by I think it's a lovely idea, isn't it, when people do this? You see this around uh, the common where, near where I live, where people have perhaps um, paid for a tree to be planted and got a little plaque next to it. Uh, and as we've been walking around here, there are lots of these benches dedicated to various people. I'd imagine they, they perhaps used to walk around this area a lot. They, they like this area, maybe live nearby. Um, and it's, it's, a, it's a really nice memorial, isn't it, rather than just a, a, stone, a bit of stone out in a cemetery somewhere. Um, you've got an actual useful living thing you know in a, in a beautiful setting like this yeah i mean have you ever thought about what's where your ashes or remains are going to go i don't know but i do like this idea of providing something useful leaving a bit of a, a kind of useful legacy uh, a bench or a, a nice tree or something like that so yeah it's, it's certainly something i'll think about um We've just seen. Uh, I, was, I was just about to suggest to our producer Johnny that uh, that we uh, that there was a break in the fence, and I was going to suggest that we we go off into that fence, which is obviously part of the nature reserve. Now, having done a few of these grids now, Johnny, you're normally the one who's going to take take more of a chance than me. I'm normally the one who does things by the book, and like if I if you know if I remember, not I don't want to say specific grids, but you know there were certainly times where we've had a conversation about well, should we jump over that fence and have a look inside or not, uh, and you've always been up for it, and I'm usually the voice of reason, which is unusual in a presenter producer situation usually it's the other way around um but i'm guessing today with your your fear of snakes uh, you're not going to particularly uh going to go through that fence are you no the um the snakes have curbed my you know devil may care attitude a little bit and i'm yeah i'm staying firmly on the footpath okay good lad well done i knew you'd come round eventually heading out of the grid now the same way we came in because there's no real loop to be had here we're kind of double backed on ourselves and uh what a lovely serene uh place it is to be and uh i don't know i think there's certainly uh, uh, a feeling of of relief uh from, from one half of uh, the lincoln a to z team uh, that uh, that we've not seen uh, not seen a snake what were they adders and grass snakes but i think there's a sense of uh, a sense of relief johnny Relief and slight disappointment, I guess. I mean, as I say, the the kind of danger junkie in me, which is a very small, very, <laughs> very, very small danger junkie. Yeah, if we were to draw a pie chart, what percentage of that pie yeah, would be the danger it's, junkie? It's going to be almost so small you can't see it. Um, but there's a tiny part of me, and also I guess the, the radio producer side of me was thinking, you know, that'll make a, a damn good bit of audio if we do actually find a snake. Um, if we were a little less conscientious, we could pretend we saw one, I suppose, but we're not going to do that. Absolutely not. No. So, um, yeah, we didn't see any snakes. Uh, and I'm relieved, stroke, disappointed. Uh, coming out now via Black Bridge. And it, it, it seems such a shame now, uh, although we are only heading out into suburbia, it seems now uh, a, a crying shame that we're, we're leaving this area uh, to go back into the real world. It's a bit like when you leave centre parks after a few, uh, a few days of being away from traffic and noise and things, and you come out into the real world and you think... <sighs> so there we go, there's our, our, our grid visit. Uh, we, uh, we survived, we pulled through. Uh, we, you know, it's not like being in the jungle, uh, although those people, they're not really in the jungle on that TV programme, are they? 
No, no, there's a five-star <laughs> hotel just around the corner, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> far too well lit. Uh, okay, right, so um, uh, one question. I've got, I always write a, a, a couple of notes here, Johnny, which will surprise you, I know. Hmm. But I do write some notes about uh, so when I listen back to our, our things. I've got, I've got just simply written here, ashes and remains, question mark. Ashes and remains. We're talking, talking there about where our ashes and remains want to go. <laughs> oh, uh, right, on, I on see. A link, okay. On a Lincoln yes. A to Z grid visit. And, uh, yeah, yeah that, that seemed a bit... And we, I think we kind of quite rightly skipped over it because it's not... I, I, I don't know, it's not... I think we, we we always try and look up, not down. We're quite light-hearted here, aren't we? You know, but, yeah, uh, yeah. Although in an upcoming grid, we have got the crematorium. So, you know... You we also, gonna, I, we're going to have to face this at some point. In which, yeah, I mean, obviously, I, as always, I'm trying to curb around, mm. you know, thinking about that kind of thing. But uh, well, hey, I'm going to have to confront my fears then, just Absolutely. as you, just as you did with the snakes. You pulled through. Yeah, I did. I got there in the end. Okay, now yeah. so, so currently, uh, you are nominated uh, for a radio production award uh, for, and uh, what's the, the the category, Johnny? It's a drama and readings producer. Drama and readings producer. Great, congratulations as well. Thank you very much. Amazingly pleased for you. Of course, we get to go down to the uh, the ceremony in London. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which all we're all very excited about. However, were you to were you to be lucky enough to win, I I won't be celebrating, Johnny. Not have to listen to that that final piece of audio there. Mm. Something standard to slip in. I think it's gone to your head. Like that big chair you sat in today. There's a new right. chair. There's a new chair in this in this thing, <laughs> in the studio, isn't there? It's very comfy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, a Bond yeah. villain. And we know what we know from our our, our previous Swan Home uh, Grid visit. The one in the middle of a field. You, things can go to your head, can't hmm. they? they? Yeah, yeah. I do have that tendency. Now, when we walked out of there into the real world, you put a sound effect of a goose on the end there. Is that is that that was just to to, to get to me? Was it that was just you know. Trying to shake me up a bit because you know I'm not very keen on the geese. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, I mm. think it was just it was probably the only audio I had. That's probably the truth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I which, needed something at the end. <laughs> which let's face it, who holds who holds the microphone exactly, on these yeah. visits? Yeah, so you're yeah. turning it around to me like any good producer. Absolutely. Should. Yeah. In which yeah. case, in which case, Johnny, I'm looking forward to next week. <laughs> next week <laughs> when we go down uh, to the ceremony. So, so overall, Johnny, I know you're not. It's not suburbia, though, is it? It's a nature reserve. So take that out of your mind. Take mm. take the city boy from from you. You know the life and the and all that that we know you love. What did you think of that grid? It's very nice. Yeah, no, I like it. It's um, as I said in the, in the first part, it, you can kind of see having that on your doorstep. Mm. I can kind of see suburbia itself. I still see nothing in it. I, I can't understand it. But when having that on your doorstep, just build some nice houses, but put them there near that then you've got the best of both worlds haven't you yeah that's true that's mm. true I'm kind of with you see I live reasonably close to that area so I could almost sometimes pretend that I own it Lincoln A to Z a question of Lincoln so the uh, the sound of the chime of the bells of Lincoln Cathedral can mean only one thing. It's time for uh, a question of Lincoln. And just, if you just, you can just hear the Siren FM choir in the background just warming up. And uh, particularly, singing particularly well, and maybe a solo uh, in this week's episode, uh, is, is Nathan from Lend Me Your Ears. Uh, they're going to be on this Wednesday at 2pm exploring the craft of radio and sound bringing you the latest industry news and developments guests and advice produced by students of the University of Lincoln School of Media OK, now I'm on that programme this week <laughs> and uh, and Johnny, they, 
they sent an email saying, would you like to be on the program? Okay, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, any chance to be stood in front of this microphone and talking, I'm, I'm very, very happy, as you, uh, as you know. They're going for an angle. They want to talk about radio. The whole thing's about radio. Obviously, I have a love and a passion for radio. And uh, the angle they're going for is, uh, is two different generations. They want to, you know, get the scope on, uh, on, on. So I'm thinking, skim reading the email, and it says uh, two different generations. I'm thinking, who are they going to get to do the older one? Oh, oh, oh that's me, isn't it? That's me. Well, Nathan... I'm 37. I'm 37. That's not old, is it? Well, I'm a little bit older than you, so no, it's definitely no, no, old. exactly, yeah, so yeah. Quite young. Although to be to be fair to him, he's not he's not said that. Just two different generations. I'm a different generation now. <laughs> oh, I suppose if you can remember, you know, Adrian Just and all that kind of thing, then you are really of a of a certain generation, aren't you? I guess you are. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's my gulping sound. Right. Okay. Question of Lincoln time. Uh, Johnny, are you going to go first this week? Yeah, I'll go first this time. Nice, uh, easy one for you this time. Johnny, good. Now, back when Peter Kay was good, if you remember that, um, <laughs> he did a series called Phoenix Nights, which uh, featured a, a working men's club in Greater Manchester, which was run by the, the wheelchair-bound club secretary, Brian Potter. Now, in one episode, Brian claims to have once run a club right here in Lincoln. Really? He does. <laughs> now, which club does Brian claim to have run? Is it A, Vienna's? B, Barracudas, or C, Ritz's. Ten seconds starts now. Oh, now you see, I, I, oh, I think I think I think Vienna's and Barracudas are far too uh, Lincoln centric. Ritz's uh, is kind of a national thing. He's going to go on the national thing. He's writing that more people can identify it with it. Ritz's. No, no, it's oh, really? actually Barracudas. And the, <laughs> the reason for the reference apparently is that Peter Kay did one of his first ever stand-up gigs right here in Lincoln, stood on a, a, a turned beer cart. Apparently, really. Um, the yeah, Barracudas. Yeah. Uh, Barracudas. Yeah, they course- used to have a comedy night years ago. Yeah, uh, Johnny Vegas also did it. I remember really? seeing that in the paper and thinking I should go to that, and yeah. I didn't. And I've he always w- regretted it. Now he would have been good, wouldn't he? He would have been fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Have you got his book yet? Uh, I haven't yet. No, no. It's on my wish list. Oh, oh yeah. Just in case. Uh, Anyone's listening who might be wanting to buy his Christmas presents, although yeah. I, I, I know my dad's not listening. He's watching the uh, Ant and Deck in the Jungle. <laughs> uh, okay, now, uh, recently, uh, Lincoln. Johnny, my question to you this. Yeah. Of course, there's only two of us in the room. Recently, Lincoln was given its very own Monopoly board. Now, I love everything. Uh, I love everything about this. Love it. Uh, are you, you a Monopoly fan generally? I like Monopoly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think both of us, are, we lean to the left in, uh, in, in things reasonably anti-capitalist but Monopoly let's wipe the rest of the family out yeah, it's good yeah. isn't it uh, okay now uh, I love everything about the uh, the Lincoln Monopoly board everything I think it's great really good idea very good apart from of course the price far too expensive they, it's like they've got a Monopoly on it anyway <laughs> now Johnny as well you know there are street stations chance community chess and of course the utilities which no one ever buys Do you, you don't buy those do you no, 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 of course not. No, no, no. It means you have to do adding up on Christmas Day. Uh, so Christmas wish list so far is uh, obviously a Monopoly board for me, Lincoln Monopoly board, and Johnny Vegas book for you. Yep. And then you can lend me that Johnny Vegas book. Right, okay, got it. Uh, now my question of Lincoln to you, Radio Academy Award nominee, Jonathan Hall is, other than the obvious Stokes of Lincoln, which is the other utility? Is it Elite Meats, Lincolnshire Sausages? Hmm. Lincolnshire Cooperative or Brown's Pie Shop? Ten seconds. Oh, no. I, I know that Brown's Pie Shop, I think that's like Old Kent Road and one of those ones, so it's not that. Uh, elite Meats. Oh. See, so you, you couldn't manage without Elite Meats. We go there a lot. Um, so Other meat shops are available. Yes, oh, well, of course, yeah. I hate saying that, though. It's really underwhelming your audience, no. don't there, you? There are, others, there are others available, yeah, but they're yeah. probably not as good. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go for Elite Meats. 
you're correct. Fantastic. Well done. Yeah, good uh, choice. Good yeah. choice. Well done, Monopoly people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, indeed, indeed. Uh, no other Monopoly boards are available, though. Lincoln A to Z F15. Now, regular listeners are going to know that we, we like to talk to local people. A bit of inside knowledge for our grids. Not all of them, because it's simply just not always possible. Uh, however, we thought we'd be pushing them away with a stick for this grid, but not so. Um, we had contact with various people, just couldn't get times to meet up and match up. However, in the production office here at Siren FM, this week I was chatting to a new volunteer, Ben Picard. And rather brilliantly, Ben grew up inside this grid. So I dragged him straight into Studio 1B, put a map in front of him, and he told me all about his idyllic childhood and grid F15. As a child, I, I grew up at, at Swanholm Lakes, and you would go down to Doddington Road, and there would be the Walker's Crisps factory on the left-hand side, and then on the right you would have a little white gate, and, and in I would go into uh, a little um, uh, two-bedroomed bungalow. And my dad at the time was the manager. We owned the house, and he was the manager of the fishery. And we used to uh, used to rent the boats out, and and people used to come and pay permits and fish on on sort of all the different on all the different lakes. Now my mum used to um, promote um, promote safety around the lake area, and I I was brought up from the age of probably about three or four with a life jacket on. I was in the paper quite a lot, holding on to like embankments saying you know ben ben lives here at, at the lakes and he's he's safe uh bernard cribbins um cbb's um, yeah oh yeah of course bernard cribbins yeah, yeah. yeah bernard cribbins used to come to us and i used to meet bernard cribbins and he used to pat me on the head and say, <laughs> you know it'd be quite funny meeting him now because he'd probably i i would go uh, our salty dog bernard yeah yeah all right oh you're you're a fan like i am of of, of the storytelling on cbb's then yeah? yes yeah <laughs> you've mentioned to me about uh the beach there and the, and the and the lorries that brought the sand there you know there's a there is an area inside swan home lakes that's called the beach isn't there well i can remember as a little boy just uh it, it was a um, it was swan home lakes was a quarry so obviously they dug down they'd got whatever they needed materials from it and then they'd filled it up with water so playing around at the time there was lots of different uh, lorries coming in and out and i can remember the day when i was only six or seven and the lorries came there's loads of them and they just all dumped that sand onto uh, onto in front of the lake and they they they, they it became what uh, moorland um the, the people who live on moorland they used to call it mini skegness and they used to come every year. They probably still do. Uh, thing is, there's more respect for it now being a nature reserve, so people have to um, respect the fact that it's for nature. But people used to come and, and uh, swim in the lake. And e- even myself, I used to, as a, as a young kid, I used to have a, a little dinghy. And me and my mates, me and my mates used to find it fantastic. We used to swim down, and at the time, people would dump things in there you know anything if there was trolleys in there but to us it was like an underwater cavern we used to swim down and swim through the trolleys and there'd all be reeds around them so it was really like an environment for scuba you know not like scuba diving and things like that but unfortunately as quarries go with you know suction and and air and things like that you know it it did have there was a lot of devastation around it Um, you know people drowning and things but with water you know the, um, but yeah, other than that, it was a fantastic place for people to go and just <laughs> used to have fires on the beach. It, it used to 
create that very warm family get-together. And then on the right-hand side in the middle, I think cranes had been and dug out a lumps and lumps of whatever material it was, but it made like a skater's park. Mm. And it was fantastic for motorbiking. You know, you could go up and down and over and round and fall off. And <laughs> and and also, as well, the wildlife, the wildlife there w- was fantastic. There was, um, inside that little sort of skaters park thing at the time, there was no end of lizards and newts and snakes. There was, I think, with it being dense and, and water collation from the lakes, it was amazing for... Um, for reptilian you know reptiles and i always used to be like well, what's that what was that popping out of there and then i'd go down and there'd be a little newt and i'd be like <laughs> eight year old kid wow what's that little legs and, and it was fascinating so okay, thanks ever so much to uh, ben pickard uh, for, for sharing that with us i mean these grids they're like little puzzles we have to solve it's like a little app you would get on your phone sometimes perhaps linking a to z and uh, we have a list of things we need to do uh, obviously johnny and i can get ourselves to a grid talking to a microphone about it we like to talk to local people though we know oh, we can't always get it so we but we always feel like we, we 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 should do perhaps you know we perhaps feel a little teeny amount of failure if we haven't and uh we were getting really sort of nowhere with that we thought we'd get somewhere with local people and then i did have a a very very kind man uh uh, did arrange to meet up but our diaries just didn't didn't match up so i just thought right okay that's that for that well you know we'll we'll, we'll do something else and then i'm here in the in the siren fm studio and boom there is oh yeah f15 yeah group yeah yeah (laughs) brilliant absolutely fantastic thanks ever so much uh again to ben for sharing that now in addition to, to speaking to people, I was visiting there, uh, we're collecting objects, each and every grid we go to. Uh, we're going to have an exhibition at the collection. They've given us our own exhibition, Johnny. Now, I've actually got the dates. I've got email through the dates this week. I'm right. uh, very excited that because it's, you start seeing these things and they become real, not just uh, a whim or a fancy uh, thing. It's the exhibition dates for Lincoln A to Z are the 6th of December, 2014. Um, and that time, obviously, even now, people will still be moaning about Christmas before it actually happens. Uh, to the 10th of January, they've given us five weeks in the wow. collection, Johnny, um, over obviously what, what will be a good uh, time for visitors to the collection as well. So we're absolutely over the moon uh, with their, their confidence in us. Now all we have to do is produce an exhibition. Okay, yeah, so that's the worry, isn't it? it well, your We've worry, got to do our side of the deal. Mm. Every time we come to this, Johnny, there's always, you know, there's a your voice, it's the tone of your voice that goes down, <laughs> down, down, and, and not in a reassuring way either. You're not confident about the uh, exhibition, are you? It worries me a bit, yeah. I'm worried that we're going to end up with a, a little room full of tat and you know okay hold that thought (laughs) hold that thought (laughs) talking of which what did i get (laughs) i was walking through uh just past black bridge today okay now bearing in mind we were going to put a photo in for this one were we but my Mm. phone smashed up so i've like i think pretty much sure i've lost the photo because the thing is with a nature reserve you can't just go around picking stuff up stuff up it's a nature reserve you can't it's not no no allowed Mm. okay so here's my my rustly coat which you won't let me wear because it rustles too much on the radio Okay, which is it's good production, it's good production. But, uh, Johnny, I'd like you to describe this for me, please. And don't use the word tat. <laughs> That's hard. Um, <laughs> it's a really mangy bit of... Not one, you bit, know the, uh, not one bit, one, two, three, four bits. Several bits, red and white tape, the kind of plastic tape that's used to cordon something off. Um, but this tape really has seen better days. Yeah, I mean, it's all, uh, it's all I mean, scrunched I'm, up I'm, and falling apart. I'm definitely going to need to wash my hands after this. It's been in yeah, my coat. I'm yeah. going to clean my coat out. Um, that, for me, art, that is art right there. That's art, is it? Yeah. Right, it's not just rubbish. Nope. No. Uh, so, uh, but I've done a good deed there, Johnny, because walking through mm. Hearthstone Park there today, I mean, the, a duck could 
get tangled up in this, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah, it could. So I'm, yeah. I'm. Yeah. Would you say I'm kind of a hero? But then you know, <laughs> a snake could have got tangled up in it and died, and that, and then, that wouldn't be so bad. So. Well, so say you, but you know, we, we're going to get lots and lots of phone calls now <laughs> from snake from all the snake lovers uh, around the uh, the Swan Home area. Um, but yeah, Gabe. <laughs> anyway, come on. We're supposed to be building this up now, Johnny. It's, it's going to be good. Trust me on this one. Our okay. exhibition is going to be excellent. And do you know why? Because we're going to commission other pieces. That will will go around. We're going to use some actual proper artists. And uh, our attempt. Well, we've already decided it's going to be in the middle of that room, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have. <laughs> Lincoln A to Z dot co dot uk. And now we present Lincoln Poet. Trevor Davis and his view of our F-15 grid square. F-15, Swanholm Lakes. I've been at Swanholm. More accurately, I've been to the Swanholm pub, which isn't in scope for this post. F-15 is at the south end of Hartzone Park, which is a good place to take the kids for a run out on a Sunday afternoon. Never been all the way around the park, because it's quite a long way round, so the only view I've actually had of Swanholm Lakes is from the pub and the pub car park. It's quite a nice facility for the locals. Nice bit of nature. We're quite lucky in Lincoln with our bits of nature. After all, we don't have to go very far until we're in the countryside. Unless, that is, you happen to be travelling down Tritton Road, in which case it's mostly built up for a few miles. Swanholm Lakes lie between the great artery that is Tritton Road and the sleepy commuter suburb of Doddington Park. Looked at buying a house in Doddo Park once, but we ended up not doing so. We wanted to live in walking distance of uphill Lincoln. More accurately within walking distance of the Bull and Chain, Morning Star, the Victoria, the Strugglers, oh, uh, uh, and the shops, of course. We can always drive out to Swanholm if we want to. We don't. The kids are a lot older now, and family life has moved on. If you're looking for birds, Swanholm is the place to be. Splash, splish, splash. Our thanks, as always, to Treffer Davis. You can find much more of Treff's work at philosopherontap.com. Lincoln, A to Z. Okay, Johnny, stop me waffling and tell me, tell me, please, uh, where we're going to be next week. Okay, next week is DB5, which is Pelham Bridge. Um, everyone knows Pelham Bridge. I don't need to tell you where that is. Nope. No, no, no. If you're in Lincoln, you don't know where Pelham Bridge is. Uh, look to the middle. Okay, um, right, so we'll look forward to seeing you then. Thank you to everyone, as always, uh, for being involved in it. Thanks to Joe for the history, Tref uh, for his uh, words of wisdom, as always, and uh, in particular, Ben Picard as well, for, uh, well, saving the day, really, with uh, with his uh, memories of our F-15 grid. Um, don't forget to have a look at the uh, the website, lincolnatorz.co.uk, and uh, have a look around, see if there's anything uh, that you can uh, help us out with, uh, and come down and talk to us. It's your community radio station here on Siren FM. Mm-hmm.